God is always up to something. And God always knows what He's doing. Let me say that one more time. God is always up to something. And God knows exactly what He's doing. I like to uh, share that at times when people, you know, talking about praise reporting, prayer request, or whatever, that God knows exactly what He's doing. And what we got to do is trust in Him. Amen? Tonight I want to share with you something I shared probably two or three years ago, but um, Holy Spirit laid on my heart, and it's going to go a little bit deeper, but the Holy Spirit's going to bring forth something, a word that's that I believe is going to minister to all of us. Amen. Uh, tonight I want to share with you on keeping the joy in unity. Keeping the joy in unity. If you would turn with me to Psalms 133 1. Psalms 133 1. Hallelujah. I believe God is wanting His church, His body, to get joy rising up in them again. Amen. Because I tell you what, there's a lot of, there's a lot of sorrow in this world today in the body of Christ. And in order to get the joy back in, it's gotta to come to us first, the body of Christ. Because you, the world, I mean, the world is not going to receive unless they hear from us. Amen? They're not going to receive it unless they hear it from us. So as we allow the joy to rise up in us, they're going to see that we're different. They're going to see that there's something different like they did with Jesus. Amen? And we are a representative of Jesus. Amen? Verse 1 in Psalms 133. Behold how good... And how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Unity in Hebrew is properly a unit. Unitedly. A like. Even though we are different. In spirit we are alike. Together. Properly assemblage. When we come together we, there needs to be a proper assemblage. Amen. And the only way we're going to have that is being led by the Holy Spirit. Because we all have differences. We can all say that we all have differences. But our differences is set aside. Uh-huh. And we got to be led by the Holy Spirit. Amen? Uh-huh. One of the focuses we need to continue to have as the body of Christ is to stay in unity. Let me say that one more time. One of the focuses we need to continue to have as a body, as the body of Christ, is to stay in unity. Now, we are moving forward. This is what the Holy Spirit gave to me, so I'm going to say this real, try to say this slowly. That way anyone wants to note this down, they can. As we are moving forward, as we are moving forward, the further we go, forward, the stronger our unity has to be. One more time. As we are moving forward, the further we go forward, 
the stronger our unity has to be. That's one of our focuses, to make sure that our unity is stronger. And never let it saturate or fall. Because we got we got to stay in love. Amen? Amen. If you would turn with me to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 3. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 3. Hallelujah. And as we're going there, we have a strong unity here. But our purpose is to get it stronger. We got, we got to have a strong unity. Because again, as we go forward, the enemy is going to do whatever he can to stop us. I've got to be cautious because I'm getting ahead of myself. We've got to be cautious that we do not give a foothold for the devil. Verse 3, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Endeavoring in the Greek is to make effort to be diligent or work hard to labor. So we've got to work hard at keeping the unity. Amen? Unity in the Greek is oneness. We are one. We are one. We've got to keep focus on we are one. Even though we're different, even though we have different families, we are one in the Spirit of God. We are one. What affects one affects the other. Amen? Webster Dictionary, one is the quality of being one. Praise God. The Amplified says in verse 3, Be eager and strive earnestly to guard and keep the harmony and oneness of the produced of and produced by the Spirit in the binding power of peace. We gotta keep that harmony. Amen? Amen? The New Living Translation says, and make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit. Make every effort. My goodness. Amen? Binding yourselves together with peace. As we come, we've done it before, we come together one with another, hands to hands. We're binding ourselves together and we're declaring there's nothing going to separate us. I don't care what man says, there's nothing that's going to separate us. Amen. Amen? Amen. If we, we get on each other's nerves, we just got to love each other. I apologize. I'm sorry. Keep on going. That's the only way it's going to work. I love you with the love of the Lord. Amen. As Pastor said, you know, shared Sunday morning, I love you with the love of the Lord. Amen. Mm-hmm. And keep on going. You may not, we may not like what one another does, but we I love you with the love of the Lord. I am, one thing the Holy Spirit had ministered, if I don't like something someone does, it is my responsibility to pray for them. Amen. Because that's the only way that's going to keep me out of getting into strife even though I'm not in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. We can get in strife mm-hmm. in someone else's business. Uh-huh. Amen? Uh-huh. But if someone says, I need prayer, okay? I don't get always get all the details. You say you need prayer for healing and for a family. We can pray in the Spirit and say, okay, Holy Spirit, minister to me what I need to know. Right. Amen? Amen? Because sometimes we get into deep 
prayer request. They're like, now we've got that prayer request on our mind. We're trying to fight it because of our thinking. Amen? Amen. Our purpose as believers is to keep the unity of the Spirit. This is harmony over our mission, not not our beliefs. This is harmony over our mission, not our beliefs. Our mission is the Great Commission as given in Matthew 28, 19-20 and Mark 16, 15-18. We will never agree on all doctrines. We've got to remember that. We will not agree on all doctrines. Amen? But we, but we can get along with each other in peace while we win others to Jesus. We keep our focus off the problem and our focus on the answer is winning souls to Jesus. Amen? That's one thing the devil is going to try to do is stop us. And we've got to keep that unity. Amen? As we continue with, as we, as we continue in unity, we must keep strife out. This is vitally important. Keeping strife out is vitally. It, it's, it's the, strife is one of the most dangerous spiritual battles we'll, we'll ever fight. Amen? One of them. We see an example in Genesis 13 where Abram and Lot traveled to the land that they were supposed to go. But the area of the land was not big enough for, for both Abram's and Lot's flock, flocks of sheep and goats, the herds of cattle and many tents. At that time, there was a strife that rose up between both the herdmen of Abram's cattle and Lot's cattle. That's why we gotta be cautious when we work together. Amen. And we're gonna be doing more working together. Amen. Amen. Genesis 13.8 says, And Abram said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdmen and my, and thy herdmen, for we are, we be brethren. Verse 9. Is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou wilt, take the left hand, and then I will go to the right. Or thou depart to the right hand, and I will go to the left. Either way, we can come to agreement. Amen? Uh We come to a situation. Uh Let's do this. Do you feel you're supposed to be here? I'll go over here. You say, well, the Holy Spirit told me I'm supposed to be here. You know, and you're thinking, well, if that's where I'm supposed to be, He will make it available uh-huh. in time. Uh-huh. Amen? Amen. The New Living Translation says, Finally, Abram said to Lot, now this is important, let's not allow. Let's not allow this conflict to come up between us or our herdsmen. After all, we are close relatives. Amen? It's important that we do not allow. We get start getting aggravated. Oh, let's, let's, let's look at this. Let's look at this. Okay? Because when we rise up 
against each other, we're, we're just defeating the purpose. The love of God is kind of, we just kind of set the love of God aside. Amen? Hallelujah. We must not allow strife or conflict to come between us and hinder our unity. When we work together in church or at a, at a church event, our focus needs to continue to be on sharing the love of God and not allowing strife in. We may not agree on everything, but we can make the decision to agree to disagree. Being in agreement in love and with the help of the and leading of the Holy Spirit, we can accomplish the task He has for us to do. Because there's going to be an opportunity. Because we deal with the flesh. Amen? You don't like what someone says. Well, we can agree to disagree and move on and just pray for each other. I'm not saying we're not going to take care of it. We can take care of it later. And say, is there anything, I, is there something I said that upsets you? I, I apologize. That's not the intention. And you work together. Afterwards, because we we got to make sure that the love of God is shown through us when we're working together, when we're reaching this this city, when we're reaching this nation. Amen. Amen. We've got to make sure that the love, His love, is shown through us. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If an opportunity rises up to criticize someone, it's an opportunity to lift them up instead. That's when we have to crucify the flesh. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. There's times that something happens and the flesh wants to rise up. And I don't like it. They're like, back down. Okay. I'm not going to say that I've always backed down. But I, but I had to repent afterwards. But you know what? The Holy Spirit is there, here to help us. Amen? The Holy Spirit is here to help us. Stay out of strife. Amen? It's important to remember that we do not, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Ephesians 6.12 For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of this, the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We must, <laughs> we must make sure we don't help the devil do his job. And how do we do that? Yield to the Holy Spirit. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. I repent, Father. You, you, you correct things with other people, I'm sorry. Amen? Because if we, if we get into arguments with each other, we're doing the devil's job. He just sits back and says, look what I got. He gets the glory automatically. Amen? So let's, let's make sure that we don't do that. Because we know He's going to come every day. Every day. Every day. Again, if we don't agree with each other, well then we can do is agree to disagree. And say, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Because, you know, there's times that, you know, in personal life, I, I would say something that I did not realize I said in the way I said it. 
And some of them get all, get all puffed up. Like, ugh. Like, what did I say? I mean, what did I say? Then you find out that's how the, you know, pastors, you said at one time the Holy Spirit dealt with you about the attitude. Okay? Sometimes we, the Holy Spirit says, change your attitude. You meant well, but change the attitude. And you know what? Our attitude is what's going to change people's lives. It's not the actual attitude, but how we present Jesus to them. Because if we don't present Him to them in love, they're going to look at us and say, well, you're no different than me. You're trying to do Jesus' job in a worldly attitude. That's their attitude. So, I'm supposed to, you're supposed to be winning me when you have the same attitude as I have. They're going to push you aside and say, no. Because, believe it or not, there are some sinners in the world today that know some of the Bible. You know why they know some of the Bible? So they can prove us wrong. And what we got to do is make sure that we know the Bible the way and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit says, say this to them. Because He knows exactly what to say. Because there's times you want... How many has had ever had a time where you someone says something and you just have this calm comeback? Like, ooh, I want to say this. And He says, don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> we all have. Then He says... Say this to them. Because there have been times that, boy, I'm on the edge and it's like, don't you dare. Okay. But you know what? We're, what we're doing, <laughs> but what we're doing, what we're doing is staying in the will of God. Stay in the will of God. I'm not going to say it's easy. Even pastor's not going to say it's easy to stay in the will of God. Every day. Especially when the enemy uses someone to come out there and just wants to give you what to. It's not easy to stay in the will of God. But what's one thing we've been taught? Not every comment requires a response. How hard is that? Amen. The the crucifying of the flesh is all and the leading of the Holy Spirit, especially when it says back down. <laughs> now if I if there's a stepping on people's feet, I'm stepping on my own. Seriously. <laughs> Cause I tell you. It's tough. It's tough. With, I mean, it is funny because you, after you look at it, you laugh. We laugh about it. It's like, you know, I was a goofball. Amen. We've all been there. <laughs> and you know what? We're like, thank you, Jesus, for stopping me because I was about to screw up. Amen. <laughs> We deal with the flesh. (laughs) 
And no, I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. <laughs> Amen. Going on. Wow. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The thief, the devil, will come. But he will not succeed. The thief will come, but he will not succeed. We ourselves are the body of Christ. We've got to make sure that he don't. Again, we're going in some, he's got some deep stuff here. The thief will come when it comes to someone saying, commenting. Not every comment requires a response. We're not allowing the devil to get in. Right. Amen. Amen. We're not allowing the devil to get in. Praise God. We can't allow him to get in. Amen. But you know what? For all of us to have messed up, we can repent and say, Father, I repent. I repent. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your saving grace. Thank you. Because even though I didn't deal with my flesh, I'm forgiven. And I work on my flesh. Amen. Hallelujah. John 10.10 10, The thief cometh not, but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. New Living Translation says, The thief's purpose... The thief's purpose. His purpose. We've been hearing about purpose. His purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose, Jesus is saying, my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. So as we yield to the Holy Spirit, we stay in that life. We stay in that life more abundant. We stay in, in, in the life of being in richness of His glory. In the satisfying of His glory. Amen? How does the thief come, how does the thief, the devil get in to try to destroy the unity? He comes to steal the word sown. I like what Brother Kenneth Copeland says. If he can steal the word, he's got everything out. He's, he's killing and destroying. He's, he got his place. Amen. He comes to steal the word sown in a person's life and he steals it by deception. The devil will bring in a lie by a thought or a false communication or accusation. How many do you think about how many here has ever been accused of something that you didn't do. Amen? That's when, that's when the love of God is to rise up. The love of God to crucify the flesh because you know what? They accused me of doing something I didn't do. How dare they? And it's like, I didn't crucify my flesh if I keep on going. I back back down and say, I crucify my flesh. It's not easy, church. It's not easy. But you know what? The Holy Spirit says, I'm here with you. I'll help you. 
Amen? I'm here with you. I will help you. And you know what? When you go to step forward, you're going... You may look dumb. That's fine. But if we're yielding to the Holy Spirit, says, back, back down. You back, back down. They say, what, what's going on? I'm just, I'm okay. I'm being dealt with. And the, I tell you, the Holy Spirit dealt with me on some stuff. Especially on being merciful. My goodness. That's, a, that's another message. But I tell you, we've got, we've got to be merciful with each other. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Again, the devil, the devil will bring a lie by a thought or by a false accusation, communication or accusation. He comes looking for an entrance to get in and cause strife to destroy the unity. And one more thing, you know, We just got to yield to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. We got we got to keep strife out. We must stay in love, resisting the enemy, causing him to flee from us. We stay in love by by abiding in Jesus and continuing in His love. Let me let me tell you, in times getting in the flesh or doing something we may not be supposed to, it's like when you get in the love of God, He shows you. You don't have you don't have to be overcome by that. As we allow the love of God to rise up in us, and sometimes we have to ask the Holy Spirit to help us love somebody. We have to say, Holy Spirit, help me love them. Because if we don't, we're fighting a battle on our own. Because the first thing is, you say, I don't like that person. But when we say we don't like that person, that means the devil's got a foothold. Because what we just spoke, I mean, I'm not saying we can't be honest, but we got to make sure that we say, I don't like that person. But I will love them with the love of the Lord. Amen. Again, it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. It is not easy. Amen. We stay in the love, in love by abiding in Jesus and continuing in His love. John 15, verse 4. Hallelujah. John 15, verse 4. And as we read and study the Word, as we get a hold of a Scripture a day, or a book a day, as we allow that Scripture, that Word to be give, to minister to us, we might, minister, we might read a verse, the same verse for a week. And all of a sudden, on that seventh day or sixth day, it's revelation just starts pouring out more. Because that determination to say, I know there's something. There's been times I think, I need an understanding on this verse, on this word. And I tell you what, when, when we get in there and we study it, we see, 
coming to understanding, not under, not, not receiving by our understanding, but the understanding of the Holy Spirit. He's our teacher. Amen. Verse four, abide in me and I in you. Now let me, let me real quick say something. When Jesus said something to his disciples and when Jesus says something to us, it's not a suggestion. It's a command. When he says abide in me, that means we better be abiding in him. Amen? Because we're covered if we are. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. Abide, of course, is to stay in a given place, state, relation, or expectancy. We gotta be expecting to stay in that state. In abiding with Jesus, amen. Daily, I expect to stay in relationship with God. I expect to stay in that relationship with you. I, I expect to be abiding every moment of the day. Do I succeed? Not all the time. But we do. We, we, we say, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. I need help. I need help. We get back over in abiding. Amen. To continue to dwell, to endure, to remain, and to stand. When you've done all you know to do to stand, you stand. Amen. For lack of a better word, you might have all hell coming against you. But you say, I will stand. I know what the Word of God says. I know what His Word says. I will stand on it. The situation don't look good. But you know what? The situation doesn't change God. Amen? What moves God is our faith. He's waiting on us to say, my, say my word, say my word, because he watches over his word to perform it. Amen. I am the vine. Verse five. I am the vine. You are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Well, away from him, we can't do it. Verse six. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered, and men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. Verse 7, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. That means when the Word of God is abided in me, and I speak His Word, what my request is according to His Word, I believe His Word, it's going to manifest. Soon it's going to manifest. Herein, verse 8, Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. To bear is to carry, to bring forth. We've got to bring forth that joy. Let me tell you something. One thing in today's time, when we are joyful, that makes people wonder what's going on. There's a lot of sorrow, amen? As we bring forth joy, I choose to bring forth joy. That is bearing fruit. Amen? That shows the world out there we are different. They're going to come ask you, what is going on with you? Oh, you do you have the time? Amen? 
We need people asking, what's so different about you? We need people asking that. What is different about you? That's the open door. Amen? Verse 9, As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. Love, love, love. If ye keep my commandments, ye, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in His love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you. That's the choice that we have to make. My joy might remain in you. And that your joy might be full. Might be full is to, to, is to furnish, satisfy, fulfill. Something to remember. Love is where the joy is. We stay in love, there will be joy. That's where the joy is. Being in strife, you ain't gonna pull up that joy. That's far from our mind. Amen? It's far from our mind. When we're, when we're upset with somebody, that's far from our mind. I don't want to love them. Holy Spirit should love them. I don't want to love them. But here's the thing. We cannot argue with the Holy Spirit because if we disobey the Holy Spirit, we become out of the will of God. Plain and simple. We become out of the will of God. And we've got to make sure another daily focus is staying in the will of God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. As we abide with Jesus, continue to dwell with Him, His joy will remain in us. It will continue to dwell in us. Joy is cheerfulness, calm delight, gladness. Be exceeding joyful. Sometimes we've just got to, you know, if we're at home and we're feeling a little weak, sometimes we just got to laugh. If you have a, a favorite funny movie or TV show, you can turn it on. And it's like this. I have to choose to laugh. I have to choose. So if you're wherever they're together and I just, you know, we're talking about something and something may be funny, but I express myself laughter. Don't think nothing about it. Amen. Because. We ourselves have to allow that joy, that laughter to come up. And you know what? When you, when you get done laughing, don't you, we feel a whole lot better. It's like a setting of free. Uh-huh. Setting free when we laugh. Amen. And when we laugh, it's like, oh, and all of a sudden, you know what? Sometimes, you know, the Holy Spirit comes on us and just tears of joy come on us. And you know what? We start out laughing. He takes over. We start out laughing. He takes over. When we keep the joy in our unity, we are bearing fruit. Galatians 5, 22-23 But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, Against such, there is no law. And one thing he ministered to me, you have love, you have the rest. 
Because each one is based off of love. God is love. We have God. He is love. We will have the rest. Amen. We allow, we gotta allow that, the others to come up. We work on one. Joy. We're keeping the joy and unity. Okay? Then we come to peace. We keep the peace. Strife out. We have peace. Amen? We have long-suffering. We have gentleness. We're gentle. Amen? We're patient. We're being good. We're goodness. We're bringing forth goodness. We're strengthening our faith. Encouraging each other. Build your faith up. Amen? The love of God. We read the Word of God. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. We read the Word. Our faith increases. Amen? How many has, has studied the Word? You got down and you, you said, I can believe I can believe for anything. Because the strength of that faith that comes up. Amen? John seventeen thirteen says, And now come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. That joy fulfilled in ourselves, we have to allow. Again, we have to allow the joy to come up. New Living Translation says in 13 through 15, Now I am coming to you. I told them many things while I was with them in the world, so they would be filled with my joy. I have given them your word. And the world hates them because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. Now, verse 15, I'm not asking you to take them out of the world. But to keep them safe from the evil one. The body of Christ has got to stop. Asking God, take me out of here. Take me out of here. Get me away from this disaster. Amen? It ain't going to happen. Amen? When we got some, uh, a job to do, to fulfill, it ain't going to happen. Amen? He's saying to keep us from the evil one. The evil works. Amen? In closing, Jesus said, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. So if he said that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves, there's, there's a reason for it. There's a reason why he said that. And as we understand that when the joy rises up, it changes lives. The joy of the Lord will change your life. It will change your situation. It will change the circumstances. Because all the devil wants to do is get us down. He wants to do whatever he can to cause us to quit. As, as uh, Pastor Curtis Triff, uh, watch his, read his post time to time, he says, don't stop, don't quit. Don't quit. Keep pressing forward. Keep moving forward. Amen? Amen. 
I don't care what the devil says, what the world says. Amen? The world is not our God. We're not led by the world. We're not led by the media. We're not led by whatever. We're not led by man. But we're led by the Holy Spirit. That's why we got anointed pastor, anointed pastor and other churches have anointed pastors to be the shepherd yielded to the Holy Spirit to teach. I mean, we've been sitting under this man for 20 some years. And yes, my, our dad is a pastor. He's a minister. And we learned a lot, you know, over the years. And let me tell you something with, between our pastor and my dad. I wouldn't be where I'm at now. Yes, I listen to several messages on on TV. There's certain ones I watch. As Pastor said, there's only certain ones I will watch. Not saying that any of them, any of them are not any good. But if I can get fed off a, a minister, off a teacher, I'm gonna I'm gonna get underneath there. I mean, we got we got messages online. We got messages on the web, church website. We got on YouTube, on Facebook. On what, wherever, to reach people to get this word. You know what? This is the only word I know. Right. Only word I know. As we continue to abide in Jesus, His joy will always be in us, and we will always have access to it at any time. That means if you wake up in the middle of the night, you have access to it. You may be tired. But sometimes that's the best time to get it. Work. Work to get that built up. Amen. We have access anytime. In any situation, we can access the joy He has given to us. We ourselves, we ourselves are responsible for allowing the joy of the Lord to rise up in us. And keeping the joy in our unity. We are responsible to love each other. We may disagree at times, but let's do it with love. Let's know when the back down, when the Holy Spirit is back down. Don't be surprised if He ever does. And trust me, when He does, that will minister not only to that person, that will minister to us. Because it's like, wow, I heard what the Holy Spirit told me. And what He's doing is showing me to be merciful. Because we, if we do, if we're not, if we're not dealing with the flesh, we're going to step in some areas that are very dangerous. But as the Holy Spirit says, be cautious. Because there's going to be times that He will tell us, you're going to have a situation rise up. Be cautious. He might not tell us everything. But as we're sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Because sometimes we choose to do stuff that He says don't do. Amen? Amen? But, Holy Spirit, I'm sorry. Father, I'm sorry. I, I repent. I messed up. There's times at work, he's, the Holy Spirit says, go apologize to them. Go apologize to them. 
So I go over and say, I'm sorry for how, all that. They, they say, oh, it's no big deal. No problem. But you know what? It is a big deal. Because my action in the physical is a response in the spiritual realm. Because he says, go do it. I receive the word. I go do it. And you know what? They may not realize it, but it may be ministering to them. They didn't have to apologize to me, but they did. Why did they do it? Don't know. But you know what? Again, as we're sensitive to the Holy Spirit, sometimes we can minister to ones without even realizing it. Just by saying, I apologize. Because that's one thing the devil hates. I bless you tonight in the name of Jesus. I encourage us all to continue having joy in the unity and keeping our unity strong. Because it's our, it's our choice. Amen. Amen.